Here we go! Hey there, my name's Bubba. My name's Anna. And you're tuned in to Church Nerds, an LTN radio morning show and a part of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. Now, if you're new here, welcome. Hi. Hey there. Did you say hello? Hi, like you have hi. a West Texas accent? Well, I'm from the, uh, I'm not from, to, I mean, I, I'm in Texas right now. West. I guess Texas. technically I am from, I came from West Texas. Mm-mm-mm-mm. No, you came from eastern New Mexico, but, friend. No, 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 no. But we did come from West Texas. We have been there. We, we ha- have spent years there. We are now Multiple having been years. from West Texas. That doesn't make us from there because that means it's like your hometown, right? If you say I'm from. Anyway, go ahead. Hi. <laughs> Howdy. Welcome to the show. Um, in all seriousness, uh, I'm one of the founders at Love Thy Nerd. And I serve as a full-time, uh, I have served as full-time church staff for over 12 years. Now, I'm a full-time nerd culture missionary that gets to spend my time telling those nerds, hey, Jesus loves you. Have you noticed how your little thing gets longer? Like at first it was, Jesus loves you, nerd. And then it was, um, what was it? If no one's told you, I promise it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus loves you, nerd. Or if no one's told you, Jesus loves you, nerd. And then, it, and then it was like, if, uh, if no one's told you, I promise it's true, Jesus loves you, nerd. So I'm waiting yeah. to see what you're, like, it's just getting longer and longer. Four it's evolving. and seven years. And year so eventually goal. it's going to be like a three-minute ordeal for mm-hmm. you to sign off on anything. It's probably fine, though. Like, it, it depends on if I need to go to the bathroom or not. Like, you do should. I need to go to the bathroom? <laughs> it's, all right, bye. <laughs> Read, just go to the website. <laughs> <laughs> Exclamation point at the end of the chat. <laughs> Uh, but I, Sorry, I get I keep to cutting you off. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> I, I get to serve on staff at LTN. We didn't just found it and then spin it and walk away. Like we're active staff members, and um, it's really cool. I, I really enjoy doing that. I also, also really recently, I work for a company called Switcher Studio, helping the house of worship market create live streams that don't suck. House of Worship. House Ooh, of Worship. Sounds so fancy. It almost sounds spooky. Uh, it sounds like a furniture store. Like the, the, what, I don't is, know. I don't what know. What a weird trail that went <laughs> down. <laughs> it went, it's my it went brain. From like a really it's my brain. And to spooky. Don't shame me about the weird way my brain works. Rooms to go. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. Anyway, hey, I think it's the Red House, House of Worship. The Red House. Red house. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> so I'm Anna. Um, I actually am going back to work this week. So I actually, I guess, can tell people, like, I have a thing to say. I'm not just like, hey, I'm Anna. I do nothing. You don't do nothing. You've been sustaining the life of a it's human true. child. Yes. Who is not here right yeah. now? <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> having <laughs> his <laughs> first day with like the other family that takes care of our kids it's his first time who really wanted him to be over there and we're like are you sure yeah do you hear him (laughs) i mean he's cute he's he's cute cute. anyway smiling laughing today yeah that's a new thing that we're doing not just when he farts 
like on purpose yeah. now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's getting to be more and more, and it's my favorite. Mm-hmm. But today, specifically, I am going to go and do some of my actual job, which is um, I help our kids' ministry. Like, I watch kiddos and also help them, you know, the kids' ministry to run smoothly with our church management software. Ooh-wee. Planning Center Online, everybody. What, what? Hey, Any PCO using, users out there? If you're not using PCO, get with the program. <laughs> For reals. They're, yeah, I like them. Um, also, I like to sew. And so... Today, that means I am bringing my sewing machine to the church because um, we have an uh, arts academy at our church, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, And we're doing Wonka this year, Mm. Willy Wonka. And I guess there's like 30,000. Well, when I say 30,000, maybe it's just 30. It's actually 30. (laughs) Yeah, give or take thousands. 30, which feels like thousands, Oompa Loompa costumes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That are going to have to be made. So, why don't we just put them in those, like, those skin onesies that are just like all one color (laughs) and they cover their head? Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, "Eh." we tried. Uh, Because I'm not the costume designer. So, I, I mean, they would love to send all that stuff home with me, but I'm like, whoa boundaries no we don't have not the space bringing home oompa loompa costumes all of the i love will come thy nerd, to you all the love that nerd merchandise is about to live in our house we don't have room for I, costumes okay i love everyone and i know you all love your merch but i'm not excited about that so hey guys just buy it please, please for the love of all things that are good and holy in the world okay and and that um call for purchasing. No, I'm serious. Buy the stuff. (laughs) What, lovethynerd.com slash store? Yeah, slash store. Ha, I did a link correctly. I always do them wrong. You got lucky. Um, (laughs) If if you're watching any of our live streams, you can do exclamation point merch if you're over there at Love Thy Nerd uh, or twitch.tv slash love thy nerd. See, I don't know that one. Anyway, you said you had a little quiz for me today. I do have a quiz. I do. We were, we were, we kind of had a boring week. Um, it wasn't boring, but it, was, it wasn't the kind of thing you talk about on a podcast. We'll podcast just put it worthy. that way. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, so I decided, hey, you homeschool our kids. Mm-hmm. And I was reminded of this when our oldest son cheated on his math <laughs> the other day. He did. Yes. And the, in the back of the book are all of the answers, yeah, which I think is a ridiculous thing to put they, in this they student book. They won't be there very much longer. We'll put it that way. They're all going to be ripped out. And so I asked him, I said, hey, bud, why did you do that? Why did you cheat? And he goes, well, I didn't know the answer. And I'm like, well, right. okay. Yeah. Ask a dumb which, answer, you get a dumb question. in his defense, this book is like- I said that backwards. It's going over some concepts. It's it's almost more of a review or like a testing what you need to work on type of book. Uh-huh. It's not like, it doesn't teach you all the concepts and then have you do them. So he came across this question that's a concept that we have never done before um, and was like, hmm. Yeah. And, <laughs> and instead of asking for leg- help- Legitimately didn't know how to do the the the- how to solve it so much that he had the answer in front of him and could not answer it correctly. Well, I think that he thought that you were saying that the answer was wrong. I oh, don't know. No, he got it out of the back of the book. How? Could... I know, but anyway. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, well, I mean, it does matter. It, le- it led me to, to kind of think about this, that, hey, 
You tried to teach him the concept. And I did. Crushed it. He's so smart now. It's Ugh. it's astounding. But you got to see what my life is like. Um, yes, I did. And he's he is a smart kid. And that's why I was like, you have to use your brain. So now I want you to use your brain. Okay? Um, because are you ready to play... Are you smart enough to homeschool them? I That's a song from Ray I, I am not. Grade. I'm going to tell you that now. I am not I smart enough and I'm not looking forward to this because I'm totally fine with making you look dumb uh, oh in God. these quizzes. Yeah, 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 That's yeah, yeah, yeah. fine. I'm not so much looking um, forward let's to see. It. I'm gonna give you <laughs> I'm I'm gonna ask you a question, one question for each of uh, the grades from one to five. Um, and I'm going to give you an option of what you want to, like what area you want to choose. Okay. Oh, no, just choose an area. Just no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to give you the option. I'm going to give you a little agency here. So you got math, geography. Are we doing, like if it's math, we're doing all math questions in each grade level? No, 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 no just per. So first grade, what do you want? You want math? Do you want um, English and lit? Do you want geography? Do you want science? Do you want history? Um, let's... Do <laughs> I'm so bad at so many of these things? <laughs> yeah. Um. It's that's why homeschooling is um, fun because you get to yeah, relearn everything I, with your child, and I then you're like, learn. "Oh man, I yeah. never paid attention enough in school." It was interesting. Apparently, no, no textiles. Um, there isn't. Section. No. Sorry about that. Uh, I guess let's do first grade science for Ooh, 400. Hey, first grade, please, science. Alex. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you choose one through five. Okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Um, one through five for, you said four, four, four for 400. Oh, this is easy. If you can't get this, we, we have, well, that's first we to, grade. We need to go back. It's first grade. Yeah. You're going back to school. If you don't <laughs> okay. get it. A caterpillar changes and grows into what? This is inside. Oh, in science. Grows into like at the very end, a butterfly. Bing, 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 bing. Way to go. You nailed it. Okay. Um, I learned that from the hungry caterpillar. Hungry caterpillar, yeah, as so. an adult. Yeah. Uh, all right, second grade. Yes. History, science, English history. lit. Oh, you want to go history? Okay. Uh, one through five. Two. All right. Which war was fought between the North and the South regions in the United States? The Civil War. The Civil Wars. I'm sorry, that is a Marvel movie. <laughs> Um, and the Civil Wars is a band. But yes, it is the Civil War. <laughs> yes, I know. Ding, 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 ding. Congratulations. I'm starting to already feel shaky, though. I'm, hey, no, I'm you, not looking you, forward you've to already, what's next. You've already graduated <laughs> out of the second grade. Woo. Okay. Some Third people, grade English. Some people never make it that far. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Uh, one through five. One. One? Yeah. Ah. Uh, this is a lot of decision fatigue. The plural. Nope. Sorry. That's a first grade question. Um, I liked where I was going. Yeah, yeah. It, the, the question was: the <laughs> I can do plural. The plural of moose is what? Mouse. Moosin. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, third grade English. A person in a novel who tells the story from a third person perspective is called a what? A person in a novel who, who tells, tells the, the story, story from a third third person, person perspective what? is called <laughs> a what? You know this answer. Narrator? A narrator. Okay. <laughs> you got to believe in the heart of hearts that you have. In myself? No. You, you know Julian was screaming. Uh, 
I, the that's top why of her lungs. she teaches my children some things. Okay, fourth grade. Fourth grade. <laughs> okay. What do you want? You want geography? Oh. You want science? Uh, you want math? Geography? I can't believe you're I'm holding te- maths. Are you just not going to do math? I feel more confident about math than other things, I think. Okay. Maybe. All right, I don't fourth, know. Fourth grade geography. Okay. One through five. Uh, what have I not done? Five. Let's do five. Uh, I don't, that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to like do a smattering. Oh, man. Oh, no. What? It, no, this is easy. Okay. What is the southernmost continent called? The southernmost, southernmost continent, Antarctica. Hey, and you even said it correctly. Instead nice. of Antarctica? Antarctica. <laughs> Ants draw Antarctica. Um, all right, f- uh, fifth grade. This is the last one. This Math. is it. Math. Oh, my gosh. You're, go. a, you're a crazy person. Am I? Maybe. I, Do, am I allowed to have a piece of paper for this? Uh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, maybe you need it. Yeah. <laughs> No, because it's math. I'm like, no, do it in your I head. Can't, I can't. Never say smoke come out your ears. All right, fifth grade uh, math. What number? T- two. I was hoping you were going to pick five. Okay. Okay. You have to listen. You have to listen, and everybody. Is this the riddle. It's one of those long, okay. they, like like a word question. Yes. Yeah. A sentence question. One of the dumb ones. That's not how we do math. Okay. Um, all right. So, and if you're not playing along at home, start now. Um, I don't have a piece of paper. No, no, no. Just pay attention here, okay? A father has seven, dollar, seven daughters. Seven a daughters. A father has seven daughters. Got it. And $100. Okay. Probably in his checking account. Okay. <laughs> Total. This checks out. Okay. Seven daughters and $100. If he wants to give each daughter an equal, equal amount, amount of money, rounding to the nearest dollar, how much does each daughter get? I do need a piece of paper for this. So it's going to be $100. Seven daughters. Equal amount Stop rounded. Talking. I really need a piece of paper. I cannot do math in my head. Uh, well, yeah, go ahead. I have the power of editing. I can cut this out. Okay. <clears throat> and honestly, I'm going to be real with you. Doing long division, which I still... As a 34-year-old man. $14. That is the correct answer. You are smart enough. I'm smart enough to be to homeschool in fifth grade. our children through fifth grade. That, I feel like that wasn't as hard as the show, though. What was the fifth question? Um, the fifth question was solve the following equation. Parenthesis, two times four, parenthesis, divided by parenthesis, five plus three minus one, parenthesis, oh, to the zero it, power, Dot, 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 question mark. <laughs> That's what it says. It says dot, 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 question mark? Um, obviously, the answer is eight. And if you haven't figured it out already, I don't even know what you're doing. If I was looking at it, I bet I could because I was pretty good at order of operations. Yeah. I don't know what to the zeroth power means. Or maybe it's degrees. I don't It looks like a zero. <laughs> it's temperature. I don't know. It, who know. Who know? The answer is eight. Okay. Caleb would have just flipped to the back of the book on that one. Well, he's not in fifth grade, so he doesn't have to do that yet. Hey, do you want a potpourri question? Potpourri? No. What? I don't know. I guess these are like extras. Okay. Give me a number one between one and one through twenty-five. Um, seventeen. Hey, I have seventeen right here. Oh, this one's easy. How do you abbreviate pound and pounds? LB. And LBS. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a different one, though. <laughs> Dude. 
No, this so like here, just, well, you're, you're cherry picking. You want picking. me to be a brainiac fifth no, grader. No, I want you to, I just want you to know how hard knowledge is. <laughs> Learning is hard. Okay, so um, what is the deepest part of the world's ocean? The deepest part of the world's ocean are found in? This is geography? This is number 13, potpourri. The, but oh, yes, I guess it is geography. Potpourri. I don't That's what it says. Um, oh, boy. Like in which ocean? Is, I, is the answer? It's not. It's not an ocean. Mm. The deepest parts of the world. Is it a zone of the ocean? Maybe it's, I'm trying I, to understand. It has to be in the ocean, right? The deepest parts of the world's ocean are found, are found in, in. You're not going to get it. What is it? The Mariana Trench. That well, that is a place. Okay. Do you remember from the song? The answer to number thirteen. Is the Mariana Trench? <laughs> remember, that's how I remembered it. I don't know yeah. where that is. I don't know where the Mariana well, Trench is. It's though. in the ocean. That's not something we looked question. at in geography in third grade. So. Because, but I did learn a lot about geography in the third grade. Probably a fifth grade question. Teaching the third grade, it was super fun. Also, that Australia has two names, sort of. I mean, not really, not not us. So, like Australia, what? we think Australia is a continent, but the whole like. You can also call it because including the island down under is good day. Oceania. Oceania. Oceanic flight for that's uh, right. Yeah. So because there's like all of the islands around there, like <clears throat> you know. We have to go back. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, we're so, going to take a short break. <laughs> um, I'll probably cut a lot of that. I, I don't know what you guys are actually going to hear. That went for almost 20 minutes. Yeah, um, that was pretty long. So we're just going to, and a one. I don't know how much I left in there. I am she crushed it. smart enough she went, to. She went six for six. So she, she did five questions and a bonus question and crushed it. I want to give you that quiz and see what happens. I'm fine. Yeah. Hey, we're going to take a short break, uh, so don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more of the Church Nerds Podcast. This week in nerdy news, this is LTNN. Hulu has released their first official trailer for MODOK. The trailer shows failed leader of AIM still fighting to take over the world despite all of his many, many setbacks. Marvel's MODOK will premiere on Hulu on May 21st. Time to change the world by bringing it to its knees. Kevin Feige has confirmed the episode count for The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. He said that it will be a six-hour-long event, much like WandaVision, but this one will only feature six episodes. It will premiere on Disney Plus on March 19th. And frankly, I, I welcome that news, because if I have to see Please Stand By one more time, I might just go nuts. The cast of Marvel's Spider-Man 3, Tom Holland, Jacob Bertrand, and Zendaya all release new teasing photos and fake titles for the upcoming film. Each of the three photos show the trio in a tense moment, searching for answers to an unknown puzzle in a dim-lit room. And while they share the fake names of Spider-Man Phone Home, Spider-Man Home Wrecker, and Spider-Man Home Slice, we now know for sure that the title is Spider-Man No Way Home and will premiere 
on Christmas of this year. In an interview with TV Line, showrunner Eric Wallace confirmed that John Diggle's story will continue in the second half of season seven of The Flash. Last time we saw Diggle, he had just been confronted by a life-changing technology, the Green Lantern Ring. We'll see what he's really dealing with on The Flash, premiering March 2nd. And lastly, Nickelodeon recently made an announcement that I'm sure will divide fans of the classic Rugrats series. They're making a new CG animated series that will serve as a reimagining of the original one. On the bright side, they did get the original voice cast to reprise their roles. Fans will be able to watch the new Rugrats series this spring when it debuts on Paramount+. That was This Week in Nerdy News. I'm Radio Matt, and this is LTNN. Hey there, and welcome back to Church Nerds. I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And today we are talking about how personality affects gaming style here in this first section. And I asked Anna, what do you want to talk about today? Like, what is the thing that is on your heart and your mind? And she's like... On my heart? That seems really heavy. Yeah. And she's like, uh, I don't know. Let me go to the list that I have because I'm a responsible adult of I, things that we could talk about. Yeah. I try to keep a little note in my phone. Like, you know, something will pop up in my mind. And I'll be like, oh, that would be good to talk about on the podcast. Which, which is good. Like, I don't think people fully understand how big of a step that is because I came across in my time hop time hop's not a thing anymore but like my (laughs) memories um that was a picture of a post-it note that you had written on and stuck to the back of your iphone that's true and so that because my personality type while we're talking about personalities and ways of doing things Mm -hmm. is i like papers I like papers. I like all my bills to be in paper. I like to write things down. I like to journal with a paper and pen. I don't super love ebooks, but I will read them when I need to. I feel like I want to like paper, and I think that I do, but I just never have it around. And I feel like such a millennial for not having paper anywhere. I can speak to that because when I was trying to take the smarter than a fifth grader, Test. I went over to your desk and I found a sharpie, but like nothing except our checkbook oh, yeah. to write on. I and I was of... not going to use that as scrap paper. So well, sometimes I do, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, but so we want to talk about how your personality and just the the way that your brain operates, mm-hmm. the way that you interact with the world around you. Yeah. How does that inform? Your gaming style, how does it affect that? Yeah, so what got me thinking about this is, as you all are very familiar with now, I play Animal Crossing, and I relaunched the island, you know, like Mm -hmm. what, at the beginning of, no, not at the beginning of COVID, at the beginning of my pregnancy. Yep. Um, 20-20 there. And... For a long time, the kids were not allowed to play because they had gotten in some pretty deep trouble. 
I don't know that I even not, remember why. Oh, I do. Oh, perfect. They broke cool. a controller. Like, they're just throwing <gasps> they things around. Yeah, and you went all ape on them, and we're like, you're well, all grounded forever. <laughs> yeah, I did ground them for like um, three months. Well, months. you told them that they were going to have to buy their own Switch, and then you relented. And we gave it back. To, we gave their privileges back. Hey, pro yeah. tip, everyone. What you do at Christmas is you ground your children from something before Christmas mm-hmm. and you give their privilege back to them at Christmas. And then you don't have to spend any money to buy a gift. It's, it's fantastic. Perfect. <laughs> well, that's what we did. It's anyway. the perfect crime <laughs> is what it is. No, they got their they got their switch privileges yeah. back at Christmas. And that meant that Naomi was back on the island and... Um, that means everything's a little messy once again, <laughs> um, because there's a lot less method to her madness. I think, um, you know, she keeps the island like she keeps her room. Um, yeah. But I, I was watching her play, and it's just so funny as I'm watching to see the things that she cares about in Animal Crossing and the way she plays that game versus the way that I play that game. So I wanted to get through all of the story mode for sure, like get learn all the things and get my terraforming privileges and you know learn every skill so that I could like do whatever I wanted to do, right? Yeah, like when you beat the game, that's when the game starts. Kind of, yeah. yeah. So, um, Naomi, though, like, I mean, she, I finally went into her profile and played it for an evening <laughs> to just, like, get her max storage. Yeah, try to get in And her get her, her yeah. tool ring and make sure that she can actually build good tools because none of that was important to her. She's probably she just didn't going care around about- catching butterflies. <laughs> like, Well, no. The things that she cares about are outfits. She buys so many clothes. Um, and then getting gifts for everyone else on the island. She wants to make sure she gets all like... She gives things to me. She gives things to villagers. And she cares so much about all of the villagers. <laughs> and they're so annoying to me. I hate the villagers. I'm like, can I just be on this island by myself? Your house takes a lot of room. <laughs> um, or like, please, when I see their little thought bubbles over their head, it's like, avoid eye contact. <laughs> I don't want to talk to them. Um, she does things like... She wants to make sure that she gives them gifts in their favorite color if she can, you know, figure out what their style is. The game wants you to do that. She wants to, like, she every time she sees them talking together, she goes and she listens to their conversations because she wants to know what they're talking about. And sometimes, one day she came to me and she was like, Mommy, I just don't know what to do. And I was like, okay, let, what can I help you with? And she's like, well... These two villagers, it seems like they're arguing and they want me to weigh in on it, basically. And there's only two responses. And she was really conflicted because one response seemed to side with one of them and the other one seemed to side with the other. And she was just she's like, I just I feel like I'm not going to be a very good friend. If, oh my gosh, what a <laughs> sweet little girl. I thought it was very adorable and I was like, well, you're, it, I mean, you only have two responses. Uh, it's not y- like you could y- yeah. just be a peacemaker in this moment necessarily. Um, oh my gosh. So that's something she does. She also likes to like make instruments and go and play them for the villagers. <laughs> 
and do little concerts for them. I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> yeah, so that they'll like start singing with her and things like that. Okay. Uh, um, okay. So, so just this completely different. She's the same exact person in Animal Crossing yeah. that she is in real life. There was right. no distinction between mm-hmm. the two. Yeah. Or I went to Asia's Island, um, which she has like completely decked out. She has done a lot of work like in her house and created secret rooms. What? Well, like it looks like there are secret rooms in her house. Like you go in, it's very, you would have to see it. I can't explain it very well. I don't think I want to go to there. <laughs> um, I'll keep my skin right where it is. Thank you for My much. sister, who is apparently a much, she's an Animal Crossing nerd. Yeah, an aficionado, as it were. Um, Like she, I, I don't know how much, I don't know how many hours she has. She's probably more efficient at it than I am, if I'm yeah, being honest. Probably. But she has done quite a lot of work. Um, and she likes to do flowers and they have like their island divided into like they have land plots for each of their family members and each one does different things. She was telling me how her daughter found her fashion sense from Animal Crossing. Oh my gosh. Like they started to figure out what what she actually enjoyed wearing and then started buying those types of things IRL because she had, you know, so many options. They figured out what colors she liked and what style of things she liked to wear and stuff from Animal Crossing. And my sister is a fashion designer. So, I mean, like... So she data mined on her daughter through Animal Crossing. So, and I thought about this too when... Matt posted something about Penny, like, what are you doing? And oh, she yeah. was like, I'm trying to get this horse to love me or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, in Minecraft. What in are you, Minecraft, yeah. Yeah, what are you doing, baby? <laughs> want this horse to love me. Yeah, so there's like, this is different ways. Is it, does that mean that I, because I hate, I hate the villagers. Does that mean I'm playing Animal Crossing less fully no, because what I a, like to do is just make money, which I'm still terrible much, at because I don't turnip, everyone. I do not turnip. If if you hate the villagers and all you want to do is get money, there there's a much, much deeper problem <laughs> Actually, that we need it's to get not, to. Yeah. What I really want to do is breed all the flowers and it's not working. It's whatever. You can talk to Lydia. I did. Yeah. She's like, just come to my island and get flowers. And I was like, That's different. I want to make Yeah. <laughs> I want to make them. I want to breed them myself. That's what I want to do. I don't think it makes you a bad player. You have a play style. You have something that you like to do. Games, spoiler alert, are designed to be fun. Um, and whatever really? varying, yeah, whatever varying degree of you know definition you have for fun. There are some games that I think some people would argue are only for people who hate themselves. Like fair enough. Twilight, but, well, Twilight Imperium or something. Well, yeah. <laughs> and those like really punishing games that people yeah. want to break their controllers over and stuff like that. Yeah. But if you stream it, that might be fun for somebody <laughs> else to watch. So fun to be had. But I, I honestly, I don't think that it makes anybody a bad player to not do the thing in the video game or the board game or, you know, the, the your, your recreation activity that somebody else would do. You know, like if if you want to get out there and play frisbee, but you don't want to learn all of the throws and the techniques and all that stuff to actually play frisbee or disc golf. 
those are two very different things, and I can't even believe that you would bring that up in front of my friends because you know that that's not what I was talking about. I meant like in the park, you know, like on TV. People go into the park and they throw frisbees back and forth. Actual frisbees. Actual frisbees. Light and... You don't play disc golf with frisbees. It's just you, not a thing. Frisbee. Nor should you play frisbee with a disc. For disc no, yeah, disc I, would, I don't, I don't recommend it. But anyway, <laughs> if, I mean, if you don't even want to get out there and care, like it's, it's like when we get out there and I'm like playing with the kids and I'm like, I want to, I want to teach them so bad, just how to do the thing that we're trying to have fun with. They don't care, and it does. It frustrates me in that moment because I'm like, you brought me out here. You want me to, you want me to do this with you, but you, you're doing it wrong. Um, yeah, but like inside of the video game or, you know, while you're playing games and stuff like that, we were talking a little bit before that these experiences are designed like 100% designed to encourage individuality. A lot of games that you play have characters that you can choose from. There's not one basic generic vanilla character. Yeah, like which mullet do you want in NHL? Absolutely. Yeah, and Matt can never decide. (laughs) He just can't. Um, Why so many mullets? I don't... It's the it's the NHL thing, man. It's hockey players. It's so interesting to me. Yeah, less teeth and... What on earth? More mullets. That's Mm -hmm. that's the the give and take. I mean, there's definitely a lot of customizability, which... I mean, that's been there for a long time. I think some of them are designed to, because there's there's just customizability, but then there's also different play styles. Like, I think a lot of it has to do with your method of problem solving and stuff like that. Absolutely. That um, are just different people do things different ways or stuff like that. And so there are multiple avenues in a game like that you can explore. Yeah, I mean if if you want to play a game, uh we'll say, you know, you want to play Diablo 2. It's getting a new remastered version. I'm super excited about it. Not going to lie. Favorite like computer game of all time is Diablo 2. Oh, really? I didn't know. <clears throat> oh, had you not? I didn't mention that. I did um, wonder if it was Destiny 2 for a while. No, it's not. I really enjoy <laughs> Destiny 2. But, I mean, even that game could be lumped into this. But, you know, if, if Diablo 2, if you want to play an assassin or you want to play a druid or you want to play a barbarian or whatever, like you have different characters that you can play that each have a different role that they fill. So if you want to go through and do some of like the the really big end, end game content or even in World of Warcraft, or even with Destiny 2. It's like, hey, in this specific situation, what we really need is this character. Is anybody running this character? Because Mm -hmm. that particular situation needs that. Mm -hmm. If we were all in Destiny running a Titan, we wouldn't be able to do the thing because I know this. I had like, we had six very like skilled players trying to finish the last boss of uh, the current raid in Destiny, and we couldn't do it. And finally, one person had to hop off of a character and get on to a character that had the thing that we needed Mm -hmm. so that we could beat the boss. Um, Individuality, people having different roles and... Like play play a more balanced team. You can't just have have a team full of balanced players. You actually have to have like... Yeah, I and that's so like min maxing mm-hmm. versus like it's my tendency in a game 
I'm going to talk about Castle Crashers again because mm-hmm. I don't play these kinds of games very much. But like, you know, you you level up a certain amount and you can you can level up certain, you know, your defense or yeah. your magic or whatever. And it's my tendency to want to go, okay, this time it's magic. Next time it's strength. <laughs> yeah, Next time it's agility. Yeah. Next time, you know, and like balance, 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 <laughs> balance. And Bubba's is like, he tells the kids all the time, like, if you don't level up your magic all the way at the beginning, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Thank and I'm you like, for calling me It out. wouldn't be that. wrong. Like, it, it can't be wrong because it's an option that they don't have to. I know, I know, I know. Well, they it all feel, think that they're like, Daddy wrong. says you have to do magic. It feels <laughs> so wrong if you level your magic. But then, like, one tiny little person comes and hits you, and I'm like, well, I'm dead don't because because I put all of my stuff in magic instead of defense. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst. Anyway, uh, that but the, again, yeah, that's like points, that's, that's a, a different. Yeah. And I think you see that in board games too, sort of to an extent. Or oh, I think about like Pandemic. Yeah, um, we played a lot of Pandemic for a while, so like much a pandemic. lot of Pandemic because my dad really enjoys Pandemic, and my dad. When he knows how to play a game, he wants to play that game. And I am like that too. So I totally get it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but so we, it was like every time we were over there, we were playing Pandemic for a while. And until the we were wearing the cards out, like we needed to get some sleeves. Yeah. Anyway, the contingency planner is a very. Um, no, it's not for me. It's a uh, um, controversial player like a your brother takes it out of the game he hates it so much and i have been very successful playing with contingency planner a lot of times um i'm like it's fine you just have to play the character right like (laughs) you have to the contingency planner acts like it's an emergency every Every turn turn. that's the whole thing is you're not saving up you're acting like this person is a prepper man yeah um and so you got to play it like a prepper and if you do that it usually will go better but we did even that didn't work last time we totally lost no yeah sometimes sometimes you just lose you know that that board Um, game it it beat us but in that vein like games are geared towards diversity um, you know, and I say that with a caveat because right now there, there is a big deal that's going around in the gaming industry in that representation is not there. And so when I say diversity, what I'm not talking about is, um, you know, uh, race or minority or, uh, you know, gender or anything. That's not what I'm talking about. It's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother time, which I think needs to be had at some point. But what I am talking about is, like diversity amongst personality. Like mm-hmm. you, there is a space for your play type. Right. You don't have to put all of your points into magic if you don't want to. You should, Thank but you, you don't have to. Yeah. I feel seen now. Don't tell the children. <laughs> um, but I mean, it It really, any game that you play, think about it, whether it's like Mortal Kombat or Castle Crashers or, you know, Wingspan or whatever. Like you're you're going to get the things in the game that fit your play style. Mm-hmm. And even a single player game, we were talking about this, even a single player game like, you know, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, fantastic game for the Nintendo Switch. If you haven't played it, I highly recommend this game. Anna and I could play the same game two completely different ways. 
Like the mm-hmm. game itself gives you the opportunity to develop your character in a way that fits your play style. I could go and get an item that she does, she totally skips, and I'm like that. That item is vital for me, and you never even think twice about it. You know, games are designed that way. The nerd culture experience is designed that way. There are tons of comic books. There are tons of movies. There, there are tons of intellectual properties um, out there. There are, there's tons of anime. There's tons of video games and board games and all this stuff out there. So that there's basically something for everybody out there. And yet still what we have is people that are like, you liked The Last Jedi? What are you, some kind of idiot? Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you don't believe the thing that I believe about Star Wars, you're dead to me. Yeah. You know? Well, I, yeah, because it's like we think that we are right. We tend to think that we are like, obviously, yeah. I, my way is the right way. And this is like such a, so much of a smaller thing. But <laughs> we used to play Mario Kart a lot. And yeah. I learned to play from you, and so it's dry bones bullet bike all day long. Yeah, or else. Yeah, yeah. and we were very successful at that yeah. against many, many, many people, many people until I played against the great houses, and they always play with Heavy like- carts. Like- Bowser and um, yeah, Bowser, yeah, King Kong, Boo, and Donkey yeah. Kong in these huge things, and I'm like, well, those things are just slow as all get out. That's like you're never going to win with that. Except I could over. not yeah. stay on the track because I couldn't, I, I just couldn't run with that pack. And yeah. I was like, oh boy, adapt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, I mean, it's and it's just it's true about life as well. Like you have our little bubble in our house with, yeah. with the things that we had experienced and yeah. we had a successful strategy that we, that to me in my mind was the right way to do things and then get out and experience something different. It's like, Oh, oh yeah, I guess there is not so much of a right way to play Mario Kart eight. Um, yeah. as I thought there was, uh, it was actually Mario Kart Wii, but yes. Which one's eight? Eight is the one that's on. Uh, Eight's the one I can't play. The Wii U and also now the Switch. Eight Deluxe okay. is on Switch. I'm which trying. they don't have I'm the trying. bullet bike on, and I, I feel like that. I played some the other day. Actually, I played some. I played some Mario Kart the other hey, day. How'd you do? I did pretty good at the 100 CC. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> I got some stars. Yeah. So it's fine. All right. Hey, congrats. Yeah. Well, <clears> I mean. All that to say this, it's it, it's important to let people like the things that they like. It's okay. People can experience things the way that they experience. I will say this, and then we'll close out this segment. My 2021, I didn't make any kind of um, like resolutions or anything like that, but something that I've adopted for Just this, would have been stupid after 2020. Yeah, why, yeah, Survive. Yeah, the best <clears> laid <throat> plans of mice and men um, kind of a deal. But one of the things that I've started saying, and I've, I'm glad that a lot of people are starting to adopt this, and I'm encouraging you to adopt this as well, whomever you are, Me? listener. Yeah, well, maybe Me? you. Maybe you um, <laughs> is if you don't like something, don't say I hate it or it's stupid or that sucks. Just say, that's not for me. That's a waste of video game yeah. space um, data. And on the flip side of that, I don't 
use the other end of the superlatives that this, this is, is the best. best. It's so, ever. if you don't have this, then you're stupid. If you don't like this, then, you know, you can get I out. No, I feel like sometimes you are like, if you don't have this, I don't know what you're doing with your life. But I'm a, I can say I don't know what you're doing with your life. I mean, I, because I don't, I have no idea what you're doing with your life. And if you don't put your points into magic, then you are dead to me. Um, <laughs> but no, on a serious note, like don't use superlatives. Um, that's, that's my... That's what I'm doing. This is my my notes to myself. Bubba, don't use superlatives because what it does is it forces the other person or the other group to defend their side. If they don't agree with you, it forces them to defend it. But if you offer yours as an opinion, as you know something that is subjective, not objective, mm-hmm. it's disarming. <clears throat> yep. This because, is a fantastic game, not this is yeah. the or man, I love that game. Best game ever made. Hey, superlatives, third grade English. Oh, wow. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Third grade. I didn't see it on the list. So. <laughs> well, hey, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to look at this from a biblical perspective. What does it mean to to be multiple personalities and different personality type? Not have multiple personalities. <laughs> I was going to say, this is taking a very different turn. To be, to have people <laughs> who have individual, whatever. We're going to look at it from a biblical perspective on what it means to have individuals uh, some as a whole from a biblical perspective right here on Church Notes. This week in nerd history, he's a super American. That was the original name that Joe Simon convened for Captain America, Super American. In his autobiography, he detailed how he decided, no, that didn't work because there were too many supers around. Captain America had a good sound to it. There weren't a lot of captains in comics, and it was as easy as that. The boy companion was simply named Bucky after his friend Bucky Pearson, a star on Joe's high school basketball team. The very first Captain America Comics comic book released on March 1st, 1941, and was published by Timely Comics. And while many of us have seen the iconic cover of Cap punching Adolf Hitler in the face, many of us may not realize that that was actually the very first Captain America comics cover, released one year into World War II. I'm Radio Matt. See you next time for more. Welcome back to Church Nerds. I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And we are here on LTN Radio, the Live 365 app, Spotify, Apple Podcast, lovethynerd.com slash churchnerds, wherever it is that you find us. Hey, here we are. Here we all are. All three of us. We (laughs) have added another member uh, to the podcast, and hopefully he's not a regular. But it, PJ's back. He's our special guest again. He wasn't with us this like earlier when we started recording. Yes. Um, 
but he has since joined us. Large, large gap in between our last segment for us, just uh-huh. how time works for you. It, it just happened. It, yeah, and it was like sleeping. It's just like gone in a blink. <laughs> yeah. And so here we are. We've got to finish the podcast. This is this is the heavy part. This is the the spiritual part that we talk about. And of course, PJ's right here. Um, <laughs> just he's going to coo. He might cry. Who knows what's going to happen? But we love him. We'll keep him. You yeah. here, just put put him on the mic real quick. Let's let's, okay. let's talk to him. We'll try it. Let's see. Let's see what happens. PJ, how we doing today, bud? How how we? Yeah. Say you, hi. You got something to say to the people? He's starting to shake. He's convulsing here. <laughs> there he is. No. You okay, bud? <laughs> All right, mommy and dad are going to do a podcast. Hey, thank you so much. Uh, round of applause for PJ Stallcup. <laughs> so, in the last segment, we talked about different play styles and how in gaming, your personality will help to inform the way that you play. And also that there's room for all kinds of play styles at the table. We specifically talked about how different games encourage individuality and personalities to come through in that. Some games need healers, some games need tanks, some games need this, yada, yada, yada. It encourages you to be individualistic. So for this segment, we're going to take a look at the spiritual side of this concept and conversation as we explore the different personalities and gift types, our spiritual play styles, some might say. Yeah. We've all taken the spiritual gifts test, right? Yeah, I'm raising both hands. Yeah. Taking and if, several and times. if you haven't, may the Lord bless you and keep you. You are so lucky because I feel like a lot of times those things don't really tell you what your spiritual Not, gift is. No. It's no. kind of it's kind of like the Disney princess test but like for yeah. Christians. Yeah. Um but I think that other people around you can help you understand what your actual spiritual gifts are. They're like, "Hey, Anna, you're really great with people or man, you, you make a lot of things that people really enjoy and it, it, it brings them joy um, or you're good with people or blah, blah, blah yeah, or whatever. Somebody the other day told me that I should write letters to people because I have really been trying to be on top of the thank you notes with all the stuff oh, yeah. that people have done. <laughs> yeah. But I also don't want to be like, hey, so-and-so, thanks for the such-and-such, the end. Um, yeah, and I try to my, write really like meaningful things, and so you're it welcome. takes a while. And um, what do you mean you're welcome? I mean you're welcome. I I'm the one that broke you of all love always and a stall cup. <laughs> well, yeah. I just didn't write them before. <laughs> I know that's what. I, but the funny anyway, thing is, is I'm, and this is not to toot my own horn, but. Oh yeah, you I, are. I am the more intentional of the two of us as far as like that stuff goes. Well, yeah, I always have you write in guest books and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to sit down and write 100 thank you notes. So I think that's like the uh-huh. difference between us sure. just continues to be more and more apparent. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, letter writing ministry. I guess I don't. That never comes up on a spiritual gift test. No, not in the Bible. Not in the Bible. <laughs> Um, but but all, it doesn't really matter what your gift is. It's super apparent that people are different. Yep. Obs. Like it's, it's almost, you got to be reading in a very specific way to miss that 
in the Bible. Uh huh. Um, there are so many different, like even just among the apostles, like the twelve apostles, like that was a very, like a different group of people. Right, and I think that we know, like we know in the world that people are different because most people come from, I don't know, a family where there are very different kinds of people in one family. But for some reason, it seems like sometimes the tendency in church is to be like, uh, well, I don't know. It's like we confused you we confuse unity with uniformity yeah sometimes Ooh, there's and a bumper sticker so put that on a piece of merch well that. i mean and it's like unintentional yeah but it's like we just we read the scripture and we see what stands out to us and mm-hmm. we think oh this is like everybody you know notices this or is trying to do this but it's just not it's not true no and i don't think that it can be um i had written down in the notes denominations. And <clears throat> there was a time, I think even, even still sometimes, where I I feel like denominations are, the, I, I don't see the good in denominations sometimes. I see the bad in denominations. And not that one is better than the other, but just the, the division um, in and of yeah, themselves. Like you know, us for no more. Kind yeah, of. absolutely. And so like, that's, that's what I see a lot of times. And I'm, I want to focus on the good, not the bad of, you know, denominations, because I do yeah. think that if, you know, we, we go to a Baptist church, Anna and I, um, but we have not always gone to a Baptist church. Correct. Even Anna and I. Our spiritual journey, even from a staffing perspective, has been a lot of different places before it kind of landed in the Southern Baptist realm. Um, we were both offered a position, the same position actually, uh, as youth pastor of uh, you know First United Methodist Church. But it wasn't a, it was a United Methodist Church. It wasn't a First United Methodist Church. Um, I don't think it was First United, because First United was downtown. Uh yeah. Yeah. Um. So there we so there was that one. Um. And then we actually went to, um, an evangelical free church. Where yeah, I forgot about yeah. the E free. Yeah, the yep. E free where you know led worship there. Yep. <clears throat> and then we went from there to a small Southern Baptist church, and then we went from and these are all like service spots, by the way, like staff member kind of roles and positions. And then we went from there to um, a Christian denomination church, which was the most off base for you know any of that um, that we had experienced up to that point. But even then, we came to find out that even the people that were going there didn't fully understand what it meant for them to be this denomination that they were. Um, a lot of the people that were there had Baptist backgrounds, so that was what informed a lot of their views. But there were some people there that were a carryover from Disciples of Christ and uh, Church of Christ and stuff like that. That it, it it was it was an interesting mash of ideas about what it meant to be the body of Christ. Fast forward again, and then we land at a Baptist church, and that's where we were for for eight years. But we Anna and I were able to serve at all of those different places because it didn't necessarily matter to us the name on the outside of the building. It was what was the stuff going on 
on the inside of the building and how is that affecting then what the people were doing outside of the building. It had very little, <clears throat> if anything, to do with the name on the building. Now, if you're listening to this and you know things about denominations and that's why you don't go there and you don't do anything, I'm going to be real with you. There are, there are things about even my own denomination that I'm not a huge fan of. Um, and by my own denomination, I mean Southern Baptist. Uh, but at the end of the day, we have to decide, are those things going to be things that keep us from worshiping? Are those things going to be things that keep us from fellowship? Are those going to be the things that keep us from being Christians in the world? And Anna and I have decided that there are some things that are important and some things that are just not important. But what happened when we were at the Christian church, which, again, I just, it, it's <laughs> such a goofy name for a denomination. Uh, hey, what kind of church are you? Or oh, we're a Christian church. Well, that sounds pretentious, aren't we all? Um, but we, we found that we were youth pastors there, and in that two and a half years that we were at that church, the students were kind of engrossed in the negatives of denominations. Um, they were, you know, growing up, they were going off to college and doing all sorts of stuff. And they were concerned about what their spiritual life was going to look like after high school, which kind of is encouraging, you know, right? as a I youth mean, pastor. It's good, except there's like not necessarily a quote unquote Christian church at, you know, in every college No. Town. So unless they were going off to like Missouri or something like that, the Ozarks or wherever, you know, that's kind of where that, that base is, then they were going to be left with a lot of different stuff. And they happened to live in Texas. That's where this church was that we were at. And so we were <laughs> trying to help them understand. I'm like, well, well, I mean, go to the Wesleyan Foundation or just go to the, the BSU on campus. And I'm like, well, we can't go to the BSU. The Baptist Student Union. I'm like, what? Why not? Oh, because it's Baptist. I'm like, oh my gosh, we have so much to talk about. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, I know some. I know some kids who go to, you know, such and such a such and such a church, but it's Baptist. And I'm like, okay, so well. I don't really know what goes on yeah, there. Yeah, what church like, are we going to go to? Like, Oh, yeah, trust me. They're whipping themselves and all kinds of crazy things at the Baptist church. You don't even know. Yeah, and so Ann and I stepped back and we were like, oh my gosh, what have you been taught about these other denominations? Yeah, like, like not one of us. <laughs> what do you think you know about these other people? And so, I mean, largely what had happened was other denominations have been demonized to these impressionable youth. And so we de-demonized it a little bit, you know, coming from, uh, you know, a Baptist background. We're like, nah, you're fine. Like it's a lot of times we were like, this is a little bit weird for us, you know, just being here and having to have some of those conversations. But all in all, the idea that like people could be individualistic in in their rituals, in in their you know spiritual practice, um, you know. So long as obviously the major caveat here is that we still serve Jesus, we still live out the way that He has called us to live. 
we don't change the theology. It's the doctrine that's different. You know, so like trying to explain that to a teenager is, is impossible because it's it's hard enough to explain it as an adult to another free thinking adult, you know. Well, we had a conversation this week um, with our life group where we're we're looking at a book that's about liturgy. I think I talked Some about might this book say we're reading it last yeah. year, last week. I think I talked about this last week. Probably. Too. But we were talking about um, specifically like, you know, that verse where Jesus talks about if a person is presenting their gift at the altar and they realize that their brother has an issue with them, that they need to leave their gift there and they need to go make amends mm-hmm. with that brother um, before they continue. Um, and how in our denomination... We don't really make allowance for that moment of introspection and, hey, am I having, are are my relationships okay right now? Because if they're not, I'm not living righteously no, um, by definition, and so I need to go handle that. We just kind of like charge full steam ahead where other other denominations might allow more for a moment mm-hmm. like that. Um, and I was just talking about how I kind of wish we did. I kind of yeah. wish we had some of those moments that are more prevalent in yeah. liturgy-heavy churches. And I didn't grow up like that. Def- I mean, my no. parents stayed far away from liturgy, far, far away from liturgy. But um, as an adult, I've kind of felt the... The drawback, the void to it. Yeah. of that, and have sought a little bit of it out mm-hmm. myself, um, and so that's you know that's a way that we see differences in you know denominations and worship, um, but I think this comes down to an individual level mm-hmm. as well, where we know that you know not everybody has the same gifting, not everybody has the same calling, um, and. I, like in the church world, you see people. I can't, I can't remember having a conversation with my sister where she was talking about church hires um, and how sometimes churches are so terrible at hiring because they get one person who's who might be gifted one way, yeah, but they need the budget to stretch farther. Oh yeah, and so yeah. they want. She she likened it to. It's like they try in the spiritual world to turn a hammer into a multi-tool. Yeah. Where it's like you need something to drive in nails. Yeah. Or somebody is good at driving in nails, we'll say. Um, but it's like, okay, cool. But can you also be pliers as well? Yeah. We need and you the hammer is like, uh. yeah. Can you paint? <laughs> I guess I can because I love the Lord and then end up in this complete burnout situation. Oh, absolutely, Because yeah. we tried to misuse you know, mm-hmm. a person. Um, and I think, you know, that's that's not great. And I mean, we've been, you actually are very multi-talented, mm-hmm. um, which does make, you know, you bring that to the table. You are the the balanced, the balanced character. But sometimes, you, you know, I mean, guys, sometimes you need the tank. When I, when I say that I've been in full-time church work for like over 12 years, it, it's because like that, that's my skill set. It just, it really is. Um, 
And I'm even seeing it now, you know, with with moving into, you know, full-time position at Love Thy Nerd and what we're doing there and even the stuff that I'm doing at Switcher Studio. Like this is what I am this is this is what I'm designed to do uh, is is church stuff. And I'll be honest, I fought it for a long time. But using and identifying you know, tools and, and allowing them to be used in the way. And I don't mean used in a, in a derogatory manner. Yeah, we matter. don't mean used like, yeah. oh, you're such a user. No, no, no. Like, but just to be utilized in, in the proper manner, it allows things to go so much better. So instead of saying, well, you don't, you know, we, we don't agree. We don't have, we don't have unity on this, um, on the color of the carpet. Or, you know, what kind of lampshades are going to go, you know, throughout the building or, you know, the tile or anything other stupid thing that churches have split over in the past. But saying, hey, you know what, you're allowed to have an opinion. You're, you're allowed to, to be good at this. Um, and, you know, honestly, from a church staff per- perspective, if you are a person that, that makes these decisions, please hire well. Um, pray well. Pray hard, pray fervently about the person, the man or woman that God is calling into that position and know when you have made the wrong decision. Like, I think that that is probably as important as making the right decision to hire is if you got somebody who's not doing well, I understand budgets. I know how they work. Just know that that person is more important than any amount of money um, that it, it could cost to make the right decision. So I it just having been around this for so long, and whether you're in the church world or not, it really doesn't even matter if we're being honest. Like people are different. I say this all the time. A person is the sum of the moments that have led up to this moment right now in their life, not in your life, in their life. So that means the argument that they had on the way to wherever they met you um, and the childhood that they had that led to their teenage years and adulthood that led to that moment that brought them in front of you right there at that moment. They didn't have the same upbringing that you did. So, you know, expecting things out of people because that's how you were raised um, is a very unhealthy way to look at the world. It really is. Well, I mean, the last thing that I wanted to talk about was like, it's really important as we're, as we're evaluating people around us, because we are always doing that (laughs) as human beings. Um, And we, you know, you come across somebody who is gifted differently, or processes things differently, or problem solves differently, or, you know, spends their time differently. Um to not just write them off as sort of wasting their Christian life because um, they don't value one-to-one every single thing that you do. Um, And I think about um, a friend of mine who I met several years ago. And when I met her, I thought, I mean, she's pretty cool and she seems like super on fire for the Lord or something. But I'm always a little wary of those people because I'm like, are you just into this for like five seconds and then you're going to abandon it? Like, are you going to be kind of flighty and flaky with it? Um, 
And she kind of, she just, you know, she kind of wakes up and just does whatever she feels like the Lord wants her to do today. (laughs) And for a while in my life, God has been teaching me the value of faithfulness Uh and the showing up when it's like really stinks um, day in and day out and just being faithful in the grind sometimes. And um, so this is what God is teaching me. And then I see this person who is just like always something different. And I'm like, she might be a really, really flaky person. And I don't know if I can trust her. Sorry, I'm trying to shove a He's, fight, he's fighting you big time right now, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it turns out that this person who I kind of wrote off as being flaky has been one of the most Faithful, meaningful, strongest. well, just meaningful people to our group. Because Absolutely. it's kind of like if, if you need something right this very second. That person um, is there. A lot of the faithful people faithfully have commitments other places <laughs> yeah, where they are point. showing up yeah and so they're booked out yeah you need the person who doesn't have all of those commitments who can say yes i can be at your house in 10 minutes um and like she's one of our biggest supporters yeah. um and i've had this conversation with her before by okay, the way now everybody, everybody knows it's a woman okay so. <laughs> um so anyway, that was my that was my story of like deciding that there was room for other other play styles, um, even in the Christian life, where yeah. you know not everybody has to do faithfulness the way that I do faithfulness. So we're not going to put a bow on this. I mean, we never do. It's not enough time. We end up going a little bit long or a lot bit long um, every every episode. But it's PJ's fault. One hundred percent. But the, the deal of it is, is we don't want to put a bow on this. We want to give you things to talk about. We want to give you things to chew on and to think about and to implement in your life. And if there's one thing we can leave you with, with this episode, is just allow people to, to be the best version of themselves. Spur them on to greatness. Yeah. But we're, not, we're not saying just let things go like that are sinful or bad habits or something like that and be like, well... That's just them. It's you know, that's just their personality. Yeah. We're not saying abandon accountability, but God calls us all to be better. And but in the same vein, he gifts people in certain ways. And so when you see it, acknowledge it and encourage it. Honestly. Um something is, you know, just ridiculous as video games or board games or whatever. Um, I had people try to dissuade me in big ways um, leading up to this and almost directly up to it. Uh, you know, is, are you sure this is what you want to do with your life? Are you, is that a real job? You know, all sorts of stuff. But because of, you know, people who have encouraged me and because I knew that this is what God called me to do, we were not just because of me personally, but, you know, we were able to to found Love Thy Nerd, and we have this podcast now, and we have people that, that come up to us and are very thankful, and we, we know that there have been changed lives because we've heard the stories, and I know that there are people out there that could not care any less. It's like it's impossible for them to care any less about this people group and video games and board games and nerd culture, but we do, and God has burdened us with that. So whatever the thing is that God has burdened you with, 
be you so imbued to go out in the name of Jesus and make it happen. Um, I don't know who needs to hear that today, but God wants you to do it. So if you have any questions about it, please feel free to hit us up on Twitter at ChurchNerdsLTN, or you can join the Facebook group. Uh, just look for Church Nerds, and um, we'll be right there. And also you can send us an email, um, Bubba at LoveThyNerd.com or ChurchNerds at LoveThyNerd.com. And we would love, love, love to to talk with you. PJ, final thoughts. What do you got? What do you think, bud? Nothing. Nothing? He never talks when I want him to talk. Uh, oh, oh, oh. I know. Yeah. Tickling. There it is. All right. Well, hey, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we'll close out the show. Don't go anywhere because we've got a nerdy recommendation for you and also our Church Nerds memory verse right here on the Church Nerds podcast. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerd's content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So go check out LTNOnAir.com and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search and favorite LTN Radio or enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now let's get you back to that podcast. Tiger Uppercut! Well, to close out our show today, we do have a nerdy recommendation for you, and that is a brand new book that's coming. It's already out. A brand new book that is in already out. In ebook form. It's an ebook form. If you like physical books, it's coming. Just hold your little horpins there because it's it's on its way. Um, this book is called The Kingdom, and it's book three of the Namariel trilogy by our friend Julian Jamar. Julian Jamar? Like, like a, she's like a real-life friend. We've talked uh-huh. about her books before, um, but she had a new one, like legit just come out, I think it was last week. Yeah. And so we're going to be covering it um, on the book club, the LTM book club. Oh, yeah? Yep. They're going to read it and uh, may even interview her. I'm not exactly sure what's going to go down They're there. They're going to hop in at book three? I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I have no idea. What's, I, what I did was I set up the conversation between the two. And then I walked away because oh. that's what we do. We, okay. Hey, here's so and so. You pulled an old Bumble- Chris Gwaltney. He's taught me so much. <laughs> I hate it when he does it to me. It's really fun to do to other people. Uh-huh. But uh, you can go right now onto Amazon and uh, and get this in the Kindle version. Um, it's not an ebook for for uh, not. It's not an audible form. I don't think any of them are yet. But I know no. that that's something that they're working on. Yeah. I will tell you. I I even have a harder time, and I think we're going to do an episode about this because we almost did it did it today about like Christian good, like like being very good at what you do, even though you're you know 
maybe even especially if you're a Christian. Um, but I I have a harder time recommending people that are my friends, right? That are also Christians uh-huh. because I always know it's... the person's kind of giving me a little side eye, going, yeah. "Nah, man, I don't need your essential oils today if that's cool." <laughs> Um, you know, but I'm like, no, they smell real good. Uh, so, but I'm telling you right now, we, we do not put things in front of you. She's paying us absolutely zero dollars. We're, we're, we don't put things in front of you and any of LTN. If we don't think that it deserves a place in your home or on your computer, or wherever we have you do that. These books are so good. I have a fan theory about some of the things in this book. Well, I mean, this is the last one. I don't know that your fan theory is going to... It's not going to hold. I know It didn't <laughs> hold in the first book, but I was like, hey, Julian, do you think about this? And, uh, she did not think it was funny. But <laughs> but still, like, you know, I, I like this. And I'm excited for us, you know, you and I to finish the Fontre, which is the second one, and then also to get into the third one, the kingdom, to see how it all ends. It's wonderful fantasy. Like these... Uh, you know the this this world of Lashai and all that like it's so cool the way that she's written it because I can't do this. You want to talk about multiple parts of the body and being able to you know people doing things that other people can't. I can't do books. I can barely read them. I can't write them. Yeah, I would not want to read a a book that you wrote. But no I, offense. I don't. I don't want to read that. <laughs> I I feel like it would be like uh. It, we watch a lot of New Girl, Anna and I do. It would be like Nick Miller, but, but not, not the good, not the not Pepperwood the good Chronicles, one. <laughs> not the Pepperwood. We're talking that like first zombie. Yes, win. that had a word search in it. You know, like that would be like that would be me. Um, but you, you do want to go and get these books, and I hope that you do. And if you're able to leave a review or whatever, do it. Just let her know exactly, you know how how great you thought the books were. And she's like a real-life person, so you can talk to her if you want to. Her name is Julian Jamar, and she would love to talk to you about her books, The Namario, The Fontre, and The Kingdom. So uh, our main one is The Kingdom. That's the one that is the actual nerdy recommendation, but you might as well go read all three of them. What are you doing? Nothing? I mean, it wouldn't make sense to read the third one without reading books one and two. It would not make sense. So That's a great point. Yeah. Well, I have the Church Nerds Memory Verse. So, um, you might have seen this coming, but it's from uh, 1 Corinthians. It's actually, um, well, here we go. But God has so composed the body, giving greater honor to the part that lacked it, that there may be no division in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers... All suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. This is the memory verse. This is the one right here. Okay. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. Because we on the body. We on this Do you know any of the words to that song? I, I do know all of the words. Thank you very much, <laughs> Casting Crowns. But I don't want to get a DMCA strike, so I got to mumble and slur. All right, then. Um, I knew a different song from, like... No, not that one. No? No, it was one I learned in Chicago that we would, like, sing all together in circles in the 
And it's like, I need you. You need me. We're all a part of God's body. Oh. Yeah. I I hear the tune of Barney. I need you. You need... No, it's not Barney. I, I need, need you. You, <laughs> you need me. We're all a part of God's family. There we go. We did it. We got there. Um, Hey, be sure to check us out online at lovethynerd.com for amazing articles and all things nerdy, as well as this show, other shows, podcasts, videos, all the good stuff. If you would like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, that would be dope. Please visit lovethynerd.com slash give. We are a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. I haven't said this in a while, but I think it bears a little bit of repeating. Um, Ministry costs money, and we literally could not do this without you. And so we are not in it for the money. That's for dang sure. But it's, it's important. We get to do stuff like this. We get to have this podcast. We get to talk to you. We get to encourage you, and we get to hopefully spur you on towards a little bit of greatness and generosity. Love and good deeds. Oh, we. Hey, did you write that? Nope. <laughs> it's from a book. Plagiarized. From a book from, from, a, from another friend of mine. His name's Jesus. <laughs> He's my homeboy. Oh, nope. Uh, nope. He Jesus, is my... Jesus is not my homeboy. He's my Lord and Savior. Jesus is a friend of mine. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so much going on yeah, right now. We need to close this show out. <laughs> it's getting bad. Uh, but seriously, if, if you want to if you want to do that, lovethynerd.com slash give. And if you have any questions about it, please, again, feel free to contact us. And we would we'd love to talk to you about that and walk you through it. And if you don't already have us selected as your charity of choice at smile.amazon.com, please, I'm begging you, just do that. Because you are on Amazon so much, person. Right. I think... I think that like $37 has been um, given to the organization because of us. That, so. mm, maybe this year. Like, it was way higher than that before. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Does it change every year? Oh, it was higher though. I'll tell you that. It was well over $100. From us personally? I can what? neither confirm. No, well, I'll confirm it. Yeah. <laughs> I might have asked. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah, smile.amazon.com. That's going to give LTN a very small kickback of your purchase at absolutely no extra cost to you. You can also find us on social media at Love Thy Nerd on all major platforms and on LTN Radio each and every Friday morning. Except for snow days. Right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody somebody called it Snowvid, and I was like, dang yeah. it. Snowvid. Why did I go that entire time? Not calling it Snowvid. Snowvid. That's so good. We called it Snowmageddon, Snowpocalypse. People are smart. People are really smart. I like what they do. Well, hey, you know what? Once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And he's... Oh, he was sleeping and you jarred him awake. That's PJ. Stink. That's all right. We'll pay for that later. Hey, we'll catch (laughs) you on another episode of Church Nerds next week. And as always, if no one else tells you this today, just remember it's true. I promise. 100% it's true. Oh, see, there he goes. (laughs) I I was thinking of ways to make it longer. But seriously, Jesus loves you, nerd.